Hey y'all, it's Jason here with Goodness Steak Seasoning. You can order your bottle or bottles at bringthetasty.com. Goodness Steak Seasoning is good on anything. It's even good on chicken, good on pork. Heck, it's even good on fish. Now, here's breakfast with fish. Boy, do we have some hot potatoes this morning. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter, uh, as we, uh, with the help of the 75-member staff, take you inside Cowboys, not only here at the Fishbowl, not only there at the Star, but also, of course, at Cowboy Training Camp, where, um, again, the 75-member staff and you, we're, we're all in this together as we work together. Three items this morning. That's right, three items. That's the way we like to do it. Item number one, shut your B.A. up. Item number two, Micah, you're a ruiner. And thing number three, Jerry Jones, how high are you? Let's start with Trayvon Diggs versus Dak Prescott. By now, you've seen the video. And if you're a thinking man or woman cowboy fan, and because you're part of this program, 65,000 strong, I assume you are a thinking man or woman. You're not going to be shocked by what I'm about to say. Even though, yes, it, it's a little shocking to hear Trayvon Diggs get in the face of Dak Prescott and tell him to shut your B-A up. B stands for a swear word, by the way, kids. A stands for a swear word, earmuffs. I said this last night as I was kind of preparing what we were going to do here and how we're going to handle it. And I'll say it here too. The toothpaste is probably out of the tube. But I'm obliged to try to shove it back in there. Dak versus Diggs. So here goes. Speaking of somebody that uh, for the course of Trayvon Diggs' career, for the course of Dak Prescott's career, I've pretty much been at every practice for the last eight years. At Valley Ranch, Star, whatever. The flaring of tempers at Dallas Cowboys practice on Tuesday afternoon featuring two of the biggest names on the team. And that's one of the reasons this is such an eyebrow raiser to some. Who said what to who? This one features Diggs seemingly getting in Prescott's face. Well, okay, I mean, more than seemingly, I guess. To order him to shut your up is uncommon, only really in one sense. And that sense is that microphones and cameras perched near that particular corner of the end zone were in range to record the site and to record the sound. The fact is, if during their interactions over the years, a microphone was permanently attached to these two friends, that's right, friends, Cowboy Nation would be numb to this chatter. We'd be amused by it, but it certainly, I wouldn't do a headline every time Somebody said, shut up, B. Because I, I, there's, there's not enough ink. There's not enough paper. Because they do it all the time. Now, on this particular play, for the unfamiliar, by the way, would you please hit the like button? Uh, the like button tells YouTube <clears throat> that we would like to have the power and authority to do what we want to do here. Uh, that's fish heads in Cowboy Nation. So... Uh, on the count of three, would 33 people please hit the like button? Three, two, one. Joey Stewart uh, playing 
the contrarian troll this morning. So the man got paid, so now he's getting in Dak's face. Joey, you played Joey, you played sports, right? Tommy Buster, Uncle Fish Premium. Somebody gets it. Hey, I say that to my own family. Of course you do. Goddess Bakarian, Uncle Fish Premium. Well done, Trayvon. Get in his face and challenge him. No. That's not what happened. You should have heard Jason Witten talk trash. He just, and he would do it to kids. He would do it to first year UDFA rookie safeties. He would bury them and then rip them. And if you've never heard it before, or you may not be aware of that now, you may be going, Jason Witten? The sainted Jason Witten. Oh my gosh. One of the great trash talkers in cowboy history. Michael Irvin never shut up for 10 years to his brothers. I can't believe I'm, I, I, I know that the, I really do. I believe a handful of you are just having fun here. Because nobody ever, nobody who's ever played sports as an adult. I'm, I'm assuming when you were eight, you didn't call people a BA. I'm the oldest of six, six kids. Five of us are boys. We... Now, I, uh, I'm a little old to be playing tackle football, but we used to as men play tackle football. Idiots. Uh, we, we played a violent form of basketball. We play swimming pool basketball to this day, and we all walk out of this. When I go back to Colorado, and we all walk out of the swimming pool dead from exhaustion, from beating each other up verbally and physically. If you don't understand this, you never played sports as an adult and you must be an only child. My son, Nate, uh, who's, who's athletic, uh, both these boys, both these uh, young men, by the way, Nate and Tony, they're, they're beasts, beasts. But uh, by the time Nate got to be, and we had a like a, probably a seven foot rim in our backyard for when he was little, but also so I could dunk. By the time Nate got to be about 15, and I'm 30 years older than him, I couldn't, I couldn't play on his level anymore as a, as a backyard basketball player. I mean, I was, I could, he would block all my shots because he could jump. Um, he's just, he's a way better athlete than I ever was at, at, he, at, at, by the age of 12, he was a better athlete than I ever was. Age 14, 15. And we had to start changing the rules. Number one, you can't block my jump shots. You can block my attempts at the rim. You can't block my... Well, it's the only way I had a chance. 
And number two, I got make it, take it. You don't. That was the only way we could stay competitive. But I will never forget the day. Oh, and we had a chart in the garage charting our wins and losses all summer long. Uh, we played hundreds of games. And and I'll and we bring it up, the two of us bring it up every once in a while now and laugh at ourselves. Oh, we'd throw the ball at each other's head. I'd knock him on his ass hard to the cement driveway. And he wasn't much of a cusser, but he would mumble something at me. And I, what'd you say to your own father? Believe me. Believe me. It's not uncommon. Ladies. And some of you gentlemen who are talking as if you're polite ladies. Stop it. So, Dak is bottled up on this red zone play. Nobody's open. So he's going to escape the rush. He runs to the right. He runs for a touchdown. But on his way to rushing for a touchdown, he gets contacted by a defender. This is touch football, which means you're down. You didn't score. All right? You'll notice when you see these highlights on Twitter, no matter what, the running back keeps going. That's his job. By the way, you know who invented that? Jerry Rice. And I, because I'm old, I was there. 1988, I'm, I'm covering the 49ers and I'm watching the 49ers practice. And my initial thing is, what a waste of time. Jerry Rice would catch a three-yard pass in practice just and run 80 yards every time. And circle back. And then I realized how brilliant it was. He was, he was getting in conditioning and uh, conditioning his mind and his body that I'm going to score every single time. Invented by Jerry Rice, you heard it here first. By the way, if you didn't know that, because not very many people do, then you are obliged right now to hit the like button. You also should subscribe to this program. That's the truth. First guy, first guy that, that certainly made that a thing. And I don't know, Jerry Rice runs 80 yards on every, every time he catches a three-yard pass in practice. Maybe we should all be like Jerry Rice. So Dak gets contacted by a defender. He keeps running. He goes in the end zone. I don't know if Dak said touchdown. Maybe Dak said touchdown, even though it wasn't. And then Diggs comes kind of unglued. Somebody yelled, I think somebody yelled, boxed, I think, meaning we had you boxed in and you did not score. And then Diggs unleashes his flurry of naughty words directed at his friend. That's right, his friend, who, when it's about offense versus defense, is also his foe. Nate's my son, but he was my enemy when he was dunking on my pumpkin head. Tony Fisher. The younger, big boy, big strong boy, and he's and he he didn't love football, but we would go down to the park, and he would come running at you, kicking his legs and knees at you. Now it wasn't the most conventional way to play running back, but you couldn't tackle him. <laughs> First of all, he's strong and he's fast. And he didn't care about convention. He didn't know much about convention. He just knew that his brother and his dad weren't going to put their going to put their face 
in his midsection when he's lifting his knees and the feet and kicking you in the face. Friend and foe, son and enemy, Nate and Tony, late last year, at when, when Prescott was struggling with the interceptions, I'm standing there and, and there's a group of us and Diggs says, I know what Dak's going to do for us. I know what Dak is. I never sweat it. I'm never tripping. I know Dak's going to lead us to where we want to go. And now you know what Trayvon Diggs really thinks of Dak Prescott. Oh, by the way, then there's the hard knocks Aiden thing. For those, how soon we forget. For those people who really think that Diggs and Dak don't like each other, go back and watch the Aiden thing on Hard Knocks. So Diggs is never tripping except for this time. And Diggs is never tripping except for all the time when he's getting to trash talk with his buddy, Dak Prescott. And that's the real story. Uh, and I don't, I don't, with all due respect, I don't care what anybody says. I just told you the real story. That's how it works all the time between competitive friends. That's the nature of these two guys' relationships. They love each other to death. They're friends. Aiden runs around wearing his number four jersey. Are you kidding me? Fresh King, I talk crap to my older brother to play better. Right. If you're built that way. So sometimes it is. Sometimes you are angry. Sometimes you're just having fun. But all the time you're being competitive. Had this been Diggs talking to Jalen Brooks? Ah, it wouldn't have been quite as big a deal. As somebody noted, you, you involved Dak in this? Yeah, for, for the bloodthirsty media this and Cowboys haters, this is manna from heaven. That's correct. Michael H., thank you for that point. It's a great point. Item two, and we'll get into We'll do more breakdown tonight, Fish at Six, of what's going on in practice. I'll just, I'll just give you this. Speaking of the way uh, kids football works, if you've coached kids football, um, all the way up to high school, and I went out as a younger, in, in another uh, life, I basically coached middle school football. Then I realized that uh, that I'll, I could never make any money there. So, and, and I realized I didn't want to be a plumber like the rest of my family. So I became a wealthy sports writer. There was every once in a while a kid would come along. And you'd have to pull him out of practice. Why? Because he sucked? No, because he was too good. He was too good. Sometimes it's because he's too big. And I always thought that was unfair, like in youth league football. Hey, we're going to take this, this big, uh, the biggest kid. He's not particularly athletic, or maybe he is. But we're going to take Aaron, we're going to take, we're going to take, uh, can't remember his name. We're going to take the, the biggest, Aaron Donald. 
We're going to take eight-year-old Donald, Aaron Donald, we're going to put him at running back, even though he's not a running back. But we're going to put him there because we want our eight-year-old team to dominate this year. Never thought that was much fair. But I do remember every once in a while having to take, having to take a kid and pull him out of practice. And I just tell him, yeah, we're just giving me a blow. But the real reason is he was ruining practice. He was too good. Micah Parsons is ruining practice. We did our uh, exclusive interview with Jalen Carter the other day, uh, the Eagles rookie. You can go find that. Go, go search that, CowboysSI.com. It's just fantastic. We went to Florida and did a big one-on-one -on -one with him. And his coaches said that about him. They, they said in high school, we, we, we'd take him out of practice and just have him come stand next to us. Because we couldn't get he, – he's playing defensive line. We couldn't get anything done on offense. Chuck Benson, I got my Texas Coast shirt last night from the Uncle Fish store. Uncle Fish store, the link is right below. It's just incredible. Got to pull him out. Micah, you got to come sit out. We got to, we got to, our, our, our tackles need the work, but they don't need that much work. Micah is ruining cowboy practice. And item number three, how high is Jerry Jones? Uh, so Jerry does the radio interview on K, uh, uh, KTCK. And he was he did the car wash yesterday. And a lot of times, some of the questions are the same and some of the answers are the same. But every once in a while, with, with Jerry, something comes popping out the side. We know that Jerry has a lot of reasons to keep bringing his team to Oxnard as he does annually for training camp. Temperatures allow a lot of work to get done. That really is true. Uh, I think, was it the Saints that have changed their entire practice schedule? <clears throat> I think, because it's just too hot. This is unsafe. Well, that's a good reason to be in Oxnard, California right now. And then there's the marketing footprint of America's team remains large in Southern California, and Jerry likes to keep it that way. And then there's the fact that the Joneses like to go to Los Angeles and goof off. But altogether, it's a great mood setter. Right, Jerry? Here's the quote from Jerry. Uh, you look around and say, uh, no wonder California folks are as laid back as they are and, and smile as much as they do. Now, it may be something that's in the air, too. The weed out here has a lot going on. The weed. <laughs> That's right. Jerry Jones fixing to turn 81 this fall is making marijuana jokes. And we've come a long way, baby, because it was not too long ago that if an NFL player was caught with that substance in his system, he got put in prison by the old men who run the league, the old white men who run the league. Even now, we got cowboy running back Ronald Jones who can't even take his heart medication without getting suspended. Jones, by the way, and we had these conversations with him on 105 through the fan. Uh, I think this is 2017. It was uh, myself and Sean Sharif. And he, he basically conceded that 
the NFL owners are shooting themselves in the foot by punishing their marijuana users. This might have been Le'Veon Bell time. By the way, you may not know this either. So uh, you're welcome if, if you find this to be uh, uh, life enriching as a cowboy follower, would you please hit the like button and subscribe to what we do here? Jerry was the first owner to realize, wait a minute now, the Steelers every year suspend Le'Veon Bell for pot. And so he misses the first game, two games for every year. Rooney's, why are you doing that? How's that helping your football team? It's 2017, people are smoking pot, most guys are smoking it and then cycling it out so they don't get caught. Le'Veon Bell, uh, whatever. Wasn't astute enough to do that. Smoked too much of it, whatever. Why, why would I take my best salesman? I'm running a shoe company, shoe sales company. My best salesman drinks too much. And I know he does. I'm a little, I, I, you know. But he doesn't drive drunk. He doesn't show up to work hungover. It's just something over there. Well, I'm a little worried about him personally, but professionally, he does a hell of a job. Why would I fire him? I might help him, but I'm not firing him. He's my best shoe salesman. Jones made that Jones made that point and helped me make that point all the way back in 2017. The NFLPA, raisins for brains, raisins for balls, raisins for biceps, actually negotiated the punishment, the marijuana punishment, kind of out of the CBA. It's it's not a criminal offense anymore. And those dipshits think they won. They think they won negotiations, failing to realize owners were going to give them that anyway for their own benefit. Because Jerry helped the league realize, listen, I'm drinking Johnny Walker Blue, Le'Veon Bell's smoking pot. What's the difference? Increasingly, also, as the NFL marches on, there's more of those old men who used to be young men who smoked pot. I'm not very good at math here, but if you're around 64, let's say, and there's plenty of NFL owners now that are around 64, that means you graduated in high school, that means you're in college in 1979, you smoked pot in 1979. You did. For all I know, the 64-year-old man who owns an NFL team smokes pot now. So suddenly, not that every other NFL owner is going to start telling weed jokes, it's all more acceptable than ever. So outside of hanging out with Mark Stepnoski in one generation and David Irving in another generation, what does Jerry Jones really know about pot, Mary Jane, Bud, Ganja, Reefer, Chronic, or Herb? What's, does he know anything about a spliff, a roach, or a bong? Or maybe this is about brownies and gummies and edibles. I don't know. I've never smoked pot. I think it's possible that Jerry was high when he said this, stoned out of his mind. And that's why he made his announcement that other coaches are deserving of going into the ring of honor alongside Jimmy. <laughs> he had to be high. The Cowboys, of course, with some pauses, which stuff falls. Um, Austin, San Antonio. 44 years. 
they've been doing California. That won't change anytime soon for a lot of reasons, including the fact that being in California obviously gets Jerry Jones high on life. Uh, fish out mugs are available in the Uncle Fish store. And of course, the incredibly popular Texas Coast Offense t-shirts as well. Yes, that's trademarked by us. Don't try to steal it. And uh, we are working with Dak Prescott to make some things happen there as well. CowboysSI.com is your home all day long. And we will visit later today, including Fish at Six, when we will review uh, recent work in Oxnard. And we will do so high on life. Fish out.